Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Dog Friendly KW podcast with your hosts, Justine Sparling and Mackenzie Drinkwater. Today, we are talking about Dog Friendly KW, who we are, what we are, and why we got started. So, um, Justine and I, we started Dog Friendly KW um, because we really wanted to highlight local spots in the area on where you can take your dog. Um, both of us are dog owners, obviously, and we love <laughs> our dogs. Yeah, we <laughs> so do. We wanted to highlight places like restaurants, patios, breweries, shops, even hiking trails where we can take our dogs. We noticed that there wasn't something in the area that really highlighted that just to the extent that we wanted it to be. So we just said, what the heck, we'll start it ourselves. <laughs> and it, it, it's got been going really well, I think. We, we really want to inspire people to try different things with their dogs, to take their dogs to places that maybe they wouldn't think of taking their dogs places, um, especially during these COVID-19 times. I think it's really important to, to bring your dog mm -hmm. out. Um, Justine and I work from home at the moment, so we definitely, and Justine has a puppy, so we definitely uh, like any excuse to take our dogs out. Um, so that's really why we wanted to, to start this initiative and um, yeah, KW is awesome for dog-friendly spots, so we just highlight them and hope that you guys uh, take your dogs out there, too. Yeah, and I mean, on that train, Ken's, we also wanted to be a source of education for dog owners who are bringing their pets to public spaces. So talking about, you know, the etiquette, um, or as we joked the other day when we were chatting, we're now coining a new term, etiquette. <laughs> But so <laughs> stay tuned for a future episode about Petiquette. Um, but really, we just wanted to be a source of education for dog owners so that they know kind of what are the rules and the expectations when you go out to a patio or a store. And we hope to highlight that type of content um, on our Instagram account and through our community and on this podcast as well as we move forward. And... Um, we also wanted to inspire businesses to be more inclusive of pets. So one of the really great things we actually saw during the COVID-19 pandemic has been an increase of dog-friendly options in the community, particularly around patios. Um, so with the expansion of patios across the region and really across the province in general, it allowed for more spaces that traditionally didn't allow dogs. Um, but because we were seeing kind of unconventional spaces pop up with patios, um, like parking lots, it was more acceptable um, to have dogs in those spaces than maybe on a traditional restaurant patio. So there were loads of options. Which was really awesome. I never thought that I would be able to have a beer in the middle of a parking lot with my dog. <laughs> right. And we saw a lot of businesses kind of convert and take on a dog friendly approach. I think of like descendants. They don't allow dogs inside, but they popped up a parking lot patio this summer and you were allowed to bring your dogs. I think there were quite a few other places that took us the marina approach. the marina over in Puss Lynch yeah. was great um they had a whole uh grass 
uh, picnic table set up where you could take your dog or dogs and it was it was so great in the summer um, but yeah I feel maybe this is um, good things to come for pet owners to maybe they'll mm -hmm. like Justine mentioned more businesses will become um, more accepting of our our, our fur children <laughs> so um, that is very very exciting I think um, as many bad things as the pandemic has brought maybe this could be one good thing yeah, I hope it lasts. I certainly hope that we continue to see kind of the expansion of patios um, next summer as patios reopen. We even still have patios. It's December now. What date are we today? December 14th. And I'm pretty sure there's a number of heated dog-friendly patios still open around the region. I believe Beertown's still open and they allow dogs. So it's December. There's snow on the ground and there are still places for you to bring your dog for a nice meal. Yep. So I think we wanted to dive into a little bit of the why, um, why we started Dog Friendly KW. So yeah, Justine, why did we start <laughs> Dog Friendly KW? <laughs> uh, well, Mackenzie highlighted that we were wondering why there wasn't kind of a curated space on the internet or particularly on Instagram to talk about or highlight dog friendly places in the region. And I also run the local Plantiful KW uh, community, which is a vegan community on Instagram. And I found through managing that platform for over a year that there was definitely a very vested interest in really niche content. So given that there wasn't already a space like that in the region, we decided to start Dog Friendly KW. And I think within like, what, like a month, we had a thousand it was, followers. It was very quick. And with very like, I don't think we can give ourselves too much credit <laughs> because it really just grew organically. Um, because people really, really love their dogs and they want their dogs to be integrated into their lives. And our account has supported people to do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, the amount of interest we got right away was incredible. Um, we had not only our own content, um, I have older dogs. Um, so not only did I build up my own content, but we had everybody else's content that we could share, which was really nice that we could see, you know, I even myself, again, I, my oldest is four. I didn't even know half of the places that people shared with us were dog friendly. So it was really, really nice to see all the shops and hiking trails that I didn't know exist just show up. It's like, holy moly, I did not know this. All of this was in KW. It's great. So uh, yeah, the little community that we've started to build has been yeah. really, really exciting. Um, and I, yeah, all of everybody that has supported us has been um, super helpful. And I think you bring up a really good point is that we we're not really responsible for all of the content and all of the great stuff and curating all this information. Like we just put it all together in one place. The community has really stepped up and they're tagging us and stuff and they use our hashtag and they'll send us DMs that'll say like, hey, look where I took my dog today. Did you know this is dog friendly? And we would have no idea. Um, and we wouldn't be able to do that without the now over 2000 followers we have on our account who are sharing that information with us so we can put that back out to the community. So we just become that space that can collect it. But really, it's the, the people in the community who love their dogs that are doing that work. But I guess we can talk a little bit more about what like struck the inspiration for Dog Friendly KW. So I uh, was getting a pandemic puppy in June. So we'll talk a little bit more about Marshall in a little bit. Um, but I was curious around, you know, how am I going to socialize my new puppy 
especially during a pandemic when we're not really, you know, socializing in people's homes and we're not visiting with friends and family as much. How was I going to make sure that I had a, you know, well-adapted and socialized dog? So I was seeking out information on the internet about dog-friendly spaces. And then when Mackenzie and I decided there wasn't one, um, that was kind of a good inspiration for us to start it. And it was really fun to to take our dogs out together throughout the summer and socialize Marshall and get to enjoy different dog-friendly spots. We visited a lot of patios. A lot of patios. <laughs> there were lots of drinks and lots of food. It was great. Yeah. There were a few nights we stayed out a little too late with our dogs. <laughs> Poor little Marshall passing out at the bar at midnight, sleeping <laughs> under the table because he is so wiped from, you know, hopping from patio to patio in uptown waterloo that was fun we hit three really good spots that was really that fun. Was fun yeah where do we go that night we started at score pizza score pizza great pizza and then good spot public no patent, patent social. social rest in peace mm. yeah and then we ended up at prohibition oh yes warehouse yeah three great dog spots well rather two great dog spots yeah Mm. yeah unfortunately pat and social did not survive the pandemic but they were an incredibly dog inclusive space they had beds and treats and water bowls and it was really nice so yeah that i mean that really sums up the the reason why we started yeah friendly kw did we miss anything no you nailed it on the head we nailed it on the head right Now we're going to listen to a song called Fat Bottom Girls, and it is the complete opposite of my dogs, as they are both extremely thin, but I love this song, so I hope you enjoy. Here's Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. I've been singing with my bed, across the water, across the lake, I've seen every blue-eyed floozy on the way. You just heard Fat Bottom Girls by Queen, inspired by Willa and Aladar, Mackenzie's Thin Bottom Dogs. Welcome back to Dog Friendly KW. I'm Justine Sparling, and I'm here with... Mackenzie Drinkwater. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are talking about uh, all things Dog Friendly KW, how we got started, and a little bit about ourselves. So... We're going to dive into the a little bit about ourselves. A good intro to who we are. Yeah. And our dogs. And our, of course, our dogs. <laughs> yeah. The dogs are going to be, we're going to say very little about ourselves and then like a lot about our dogs. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> Get, Get ready. ready. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good segue into how Mackenzie and I know each other. Uh, we've obviously been friends a very long time, as you can tell by our uh, in sync uh, conversations. Uh, we've been friends for far too long I think we're coming on like a full two decades 
yeah, Mackenzie's making a, a face right now that is, uh, it, it just shows that we're aging ourselves. So <laughs> anyways, uh, we both grew up in Muskoka. We've known each other since elementary school. Um, and now we've both lived in Kitchener for the better part of our 20s, which are coming to an end soon. Um, yeah, so we've been in Kitchener for a while. Ken, how long have we, how long have we been here for? In Kitchener, I would say eight years, seven years. Yeah, it's been a long time. So I came to Kitchener for work. Mackenzie and I were actually roommates in Guelph for a while. And then I moved here for work. And then Mackenzie, what brought you to Kitchener? I followed Justine. Yeah, yeah <laughs> she followed me. That's great. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's how we knew each other. And uh, as much as we wish that our entire lives and work revolved around our dogs that would be great if hanging out with our dogs paid us but unfortunately doesn't so we have jobs um (laughs) so I work in uh at the regional Waterloo for the municipality and I work for a local medical device company I'm in back-end sales slash sales operations it's a lot more fun than it sounds guys (laughs) And as we mentioned earlier, we are both working from home right now, which has given us ample opportunity to spend lots of time with our dogs, which has been really, really, really nice. Um, So without further ado, let's introduce you to the dogs of Dog Friendly KW. So Mackenzie, why don't you go first? Ooh, okay. So I have two small dogs. They are Italian greyhounds. Their names are Willa and Aladar. Um... Well, their full names are Windwater Wilhelmina Beast and Rhythms Frontrunner, but with champions and grand champions in front of them. Uh, They are show dogs. I have had both of them. I got Willow right at eight weeks, and I got Aladar around three months. So they've lived with me most of their lives, if not all of their lives. And um, they are just the light of my life. They are just two fun little creatures that I can drag around with me. They're a perfect size for that. She's obsessed with her dogs. I am obsessed with my dogs. (laughs) And uh, how can you not? Like, you just look at them and you're like, you're little aliens. You're just so... They are aliens. You're just so weird. And you just love them. They have weird heads. They have weird everything. Let's be Particularly heads. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But they're fun dogs. Um, So... Like I mentioned, um, they um, are show dogs or were show dogs. Um, they, I've traveled all over uh, North America with them, um, all over Canada and um, in parts of the States. We traveled um, planes, trains, automobiles, all that fun stuff, um, hotels, camping, all, everything you can think of. They've been dragged literally everywhere. Um, but that's why I love them so much. They're so versatile and, and fun. Um, yeah, I also do some fun dog sports with my dogs. So Willa is four and Aladar is three. So um, since the get-go, I've done things like agility. We do a bit of training. Uh, Willa it just got her novice trick dog title, which is very exciting. <laughs> she knows some tricks. It's very cute. Um, and uh, yeah, we do... Sprinting? Yes, we do. It's called um, sprinter or chaseability, whatever you want to call it. So my dogs are sight hounds. They are bred to chase game a example rabbits so this is a a game that they play where they put a plastic bag on a 
police system and the dogs chase it thinking it's a rabbit and you see how fast they go and they go very fast my dogs were capped at 43 kilometers an hour for a small dog that's pretty that's pretty impressive i'm just tooting their horn here <laughs> it's very impressive and we will definitely have to do a full episode on dog sports definitely or even break it down into the different dog sports because Mackenzie could talk all day about dog sports yes i could <laughs> It's so fun. Like, you should just do fun stuff with your dog. In my opinion, that's why I wanted a dog. So I wanted to enjoy life with my dog. So um, that's what that's us. That's what we do. Um, we live downtown Kitchener, r- literally right in the heart of soul of downtown Kitchener. And uh, so we experience um, a lot of Kitchener-Waterloo together. So, Justine, tell us about Mr. Marshall. Mr. Marshall. Oh, Mackenzie, you didn't plug... Uh, their Instagram account. Oh, I didn't. Oh, okay. My little ones do have an Instagram. Uh, Instagram. <laughs> it's Little Deers. So D-E-A-R-S, Little Deers. Um, and you can uh, go check them out if you want. They're super cute. So yeah, uh, my Marshall. So very, very different dog than, than Mackenzie's, Willa and Aladar's. So I have a almost eight month old rescue he is a super mutt um from northern manitoba a true heinz 57 a true heinz 57 his uh one sibling got a dna test and it showed that he's like every large dog under the sun literally he's like an american bully shepherd lab husky chesapeake bay golden retriever samoid mix yeah everything (laughs) plus some roddy yeah he's a he's a total heinz 57 um so we adopted marshall when he was eight weeks old from a rescue called save our scruff um they're based out of burlington toronto uh they're in the gta so they actually were doing a big pull of puppies off of a um reserve in cross lake in conjunction with a rescue in Manitoba called the Manitoba Animal Alliance. And when we signed up to get Marshall, we actually didn't know what we were getting. So we signed up for a mystery puppy. So basically what we did was we filled out a general puppy application and we were told we would be given a puppy between the age of eight weeks and six months. And that was all we knew until the day we got Marshall. Was it was so exciting waiting to see what sort of puppy landed in Justine's arms. I remember us having so many conversations. Oh, I can't, uh, it, is it going to be a boy? Is it going to be a girl? Is he going to be, how big is he going to be? Is he going to look like a lab? Is he going to look like a husky? Is he going to look like this? <laughs> so many questions. I was like, it was like Christmas for me too. Cause was, I was like, my dogs yeah. are going to have a new best buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was so exciting. Yeah. So we were supposed to find out that we were picking him up on the Sunday, but at this point we didn't know he was a he. We just knew he was a dog that we were getting on Sunday. And on the Saturday, they had had some delays um, on their ride back from Manitoba. And they said, you know, we're not going to be able to match puppies until tomorrow morning. So you'll get an email in the morning. So I woke up on the Sunday morning to a picture of the cutest little puppy ever his name they had named him Archie he was the Archie litter so his whole litter there were five of them they all came down together without mom just the puppies and um, they were identified as a lab shepherd mix and uh, we were told he was six weeks old which was not true he was eight weeks old 
Um, but he was this little tiny little thing. And when we picked him up, he was covered in his own pee and poop from rolling around in a truck with his siblings for however many hours it takes to drive from Manitoba. Um, but total mystery puppy. He had never lived in a house before. Not house trained, not crate trained, absolutely nothing. We were starting from scratch. Um, and it has been a journey. He's a good boy. He is a very good boy. Not without his challenges, that's for sure. But we love him. And uh, he's uh, really large. He's I don't know how much he weighs now, but he's at least like 65 pounds. He's huge. Um, but how old is he? He's eight months this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a big boy. But he is very high energy and requires a lot of structure. So that's what uh, a lot of our time spent together revolves around structure. So we do a lot of walks, which is great. That's one of the main reasons I wanted a dog because I love going for walks. It gets me outside every day. So Marshall and I do a big structured walk every day. We go on a lot of community pack walks each week. He goes on a pack walk with his buddies on Tuesdays into daycare and has a whole day and I get a break which is really nice um but yeah we do we do a lot of hiking a lot of time outside um but yeah his day is uh is very structured and we do lots of walking and and uh, Marshall has done a lot of things in his eight months of living he has done a lot of things we've done some camping we did a bit of a trip up north in the fall He's been to Airbnb. He's bougie. Mm-hmm. He's bougie. He's been to wineries. He's been to several wineries. Yeah, he's very bougie. Yeah, wineries, breweries, countless patios. Yeah, he's uh, he's been very well socialized. and We've taken him lots of places, which has been really fun. Now he's getting a little bit larger when we took him places. Um, I think this is a good segue into the other piece we wanted to talk about. But um, in... The summer when we were taking him to patios and stuff, he is a teeny tiny puppy. So everyone, everyone loves a puppy. Bring a puppy somewhere and people people are losing it. Puppy's so cute. Blah, 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 blah. Of course. So now he's this massive monster of a dog. So Mackenzie and I have talked a lot about we're excited next year to be able to share, you know, on this podcast and also on our Instagram account about the different experiences we have bringing our dogs places as small dog owner versus a big dog owner. Yeah. To put it into context, um, Willa, who is the larger of the two, she's capping out at like 15 pounds. So 15 versus 65 pounds. Yeah, there's a there's a big difference. I can put Willa on my lap if things go bad. Marshall, you can't do that. So, um, yeah, we would love to share the different experiences, small dog versus big dog around the region. Um, even on our Instagram, we've gotten questions like, Hey, I've gotten, I've got a great Dane. Can I bring my great Dane on the patio? Well, if they allow dogs, hell yeah. (laughs) Bring your great Dane. (laughs) Please, (laughs) please bring your great Dane to the patio. So yes, Please bring your big dogs to the patio. Um, If dogs are welcome, that is inclusive of all sizes. But we will highlight this maybe in a future podcast, you know, just talking about having a big, small, uh, big versus small dog um, and what different things you can do. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see if um, if the response to bringing Marshall places changes next year now that he's, you know, really large and he sheds and you know, if he does act up, it's significantly more obnoxious than a small dog. So, yeah, um, that's something we're excited to kind of experience and be able to share with you guys because we've gotten a number of questions about it since uh, starting our account. And I do hope 
um, that any businesses in the area that do allow dogs allow all dogs. I think if you're going to open up your business to two dogs, then you need to be inclusive of all dogs. Um, exactly. Yeah, that's definitely what we what we believe. And now we're going to play another tune for you. This one is a an old classic, "Without Me" by Eminem, which sounds like a peculiar choice. And that's a, a tale for another time. But Marshall, my dog, is actually named after the infamous Marshall Mathers. I've created a monster, cause nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want shady, I'm chopped liver. Uh, well, if you want shady, this is what I'll give you. A little bit of me mixed with some heart, like some vodka that I jumpstart my heart quicker than a shock when I get shocked at the hospital by the doctor when I'm not cooperating. When I'm rocking the table while he's operating. Hey! You waited as long to stop debating, cause I'm back, I'm on the rag and ovulating. I know that you got a job, Miss Cheney, but your husband's heart problem's complicating. So the Welcome back to Dog Friendly KW Podcast with myself, Mackenzie Drinkwater. And Justine Spiraling. You just heard Without Me by Eminem. I don't remember the last time I heard that song. What a jam. So with the holiday season very fast approaching, because it is the 14th of December as we're recording this, uh, we would just like to highlight a few spots that you can either A, shop with your dog, or just bring your dog to enjoy the festive spirit. <laughs> so, um, one place that has been highlighted on our um, Instagram uh, today, actually, was Benjamin Tree Farm. So, Benjamin Tree Farm is located in Waterloo. Um, they allow dogs to um, enjoy the tree farm, so you can walk around and take super cute Instagram worthy photos <laughs> with your dog. Um, they have some other Christmas goodies there, but it's a great spot if, if you're not buying a tree, at least to just go visit and um, take some really cute photos. All of the ones I've seen, I die because they're so adorable. I wish there was snow on the ground, um, but still, they're, they're all very, very cute photos. So go check it out if you can. Um, Benjamin Tree Farm. Um, Another thing is shopping. We got to buy gifts. Where are we going to go, Justine, with our dog? Oh, there are lots of places you can go. And actually, so I live really close to the um, Fairway Road area. And that area, along with, I think, Iron Needles as well uh, in Kitchener, are pretty big hotspots for dog-friendly stores. So off the top of my head, just along Fairway Road, there's the Home Sense and... What's the store attached to HomeSense? Marshalls. Marshalls. That's my, <laughs> no. that's my dog's name. <laughs> oh, wow. That's bad. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. HomeSense and Marshalls. I was getting it mixed up with the other M, which is Michael's, which is also dog friendly. It's like my favorite store. But we did pop into Michael's recently. And beware if you have a hyperactive dog because Marshall was <laughs> biting all the fluffy cotton stuff there's the like fake the, the fake snow yeah. and he kept biting it so then he's walking around the store with like the cotton stuff stuck to his face so it was very obvious that it, he was eating it, their craft it supplies was very funny which is not making a good name for dogs going into Pet-a-kit. stores Pet-a-kit. Pet-a-kit, yeah <laughs> i immediately corrected him and took the snow off his face anyways <laughs> another good store to go to is indigo you would not think indigo is such a like very pretty fancy store a lot of dogs in. They love dogs there. So you go to Indigo, Home Sense, Marshalls. 
Michael's uh, Canadian Tire. Yep. Yeah. So anyways, lots of places to go um, to bring your dog shopping. So if you want to go Christmas shopping, bring your dog. You've got one weekend left and this is probably going to maybe air before or after that weekend. But yeah, take your dog Christmas shopping. And happy holidays. That was well-timed because we have one more festive activity to share with you. <laughs> oh, the lights. Oh, yeah, the lights. So two options for lights. Uh, first one is Uptown Waterloo, uh, Waterloo Park. I don't know what they call it. Lights outside in the park. Lights in the park. Christmas in the park. We'll call it that. So walk through the park. Get a hot beverage from Princess Cafe and then go walk around with your dog in Waterloo Park. Uh, other option is Bingaman's. So I believe they do have a handful of nights where you can walk through, but they gift of lights. Is that what it's called? I think so. And I, I believe it's ticketed. It is ticketed. Mm-hmm. I, it, it ranges from $20 to $30 per car, um, depending on the night you go. So you can bring your dog and drive around through the lights. Think of all those cute photos. Yeah. That's all I can think of. With your pap. Or, but I, but I do know that they have a handful of nights where it's walking only. And I think the tickets are cheaper. So if you'd rather walk, um, that's an option too. I don't know if you're allowed to bring dogs to walk through. I don't see why you couldn't. But you definitely can drive through We can dog. ask and then we'll let you know on our Instagram. We will let you know on our Instagram. So speaking of our Instagram, uh, if you go to any of these places and if you bring your dog please tag us. We want to see. We love seeing you and your dog do fun things. We love it. Please tag us. Please. Um, send us a message, a DM. Tag us. We'll ask if we can reshare. Um, we just love sharing all the different types of dogs around the region. Yep. Instagram at dogfriendlykw. And we hope you enjoyed getting to know us and our pups. And we cannot wait to dive deeper into more dog stuff. We have a a, a great list of lots of exciting ideas that we think you guys are going to love. Happy Happy holidays. holidays.